Fashion is something most of us physicians never think about, and it shows. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I am Dr. Leslie Lunt, Director of Foothills Psychiatry and Foothills Foundation in Boise, Idaho. I'm your host, and here to help us today is stylist Martini Bouchard. Martini has been involved in all aspects of design since the day she could walk and talk. Her work has carried her all over the world, and she's been involved in creating private label collections for well-known retailers, such as Macy's, Bloomingdale's, Neiman Marcus, and The Gap. Martini has personally styled and defined many celebrities and their looks. Welcome. Leslie, this is such a pleasure to be with you, and I want to thank you. Oh, Martini, it's great to have you. But, you know, a question that many of our listeners may be asking themselves is, you know, who cares? Why should physicians care about what they look like? What's important is what we know and what we do. Presentation in the workforce, I cannot stress enough how important that is. A patient needs to be able to relate to their doctor. So presentation in your workforce is extremely important. But overhauling one's wardrobe and uh, defining one's look seems like such a daunting, not to mention expensive, task. Um, Do we need to hire somebody like you to help, or is it possible to do it ourselves? Yes and no. It is possible to do it yourself. What I would suggest, if you're willing to take it on yourself, take it slow. If you shop at whatever department store you may shop at, you might want to try um, Nordstrom's because I do know they have personal shoppers there. Make them get to know you. Whether they care or not, make them care. Tell them about your lifestyle. Tell them what you do. Tell them what you think you want to look like because most people do not know what their own style is. And explain to them what you do. So make them listen instead of just selling you clothes. And you can tell them, I need three pairs of pants. I need five tops. Because there's a ratio that you, you want. You want at least three to five tops per bottom. So you can mix and match. So yes, you can do it on your own. I just I wish I could be out there to help everyone. <laughs> we need <laughs> it. We it need it. <laughs> but aren't clothes salespeople? Aren't they on commission? Or don't they just want to get you out the door with the big oh, price tag? Oh yes. Um, salespeople want to sell you, um, and they will tell you, "Oh, this looks fabulous on you." Most people don't have a clue what looks good on them. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and really dig deep and say, how can this little bubble skirt or this ridiculous necktie look good on me? Go with your first instinct. Don't believe every word they say. And that's why really whatever department store you go into, if there is a personal shopper, Sit down with them, make them listen to you, tell them, don't sell me, work with me. You know, you really have to, like, put your foot down. 
Now, you know, this seems so hard for us uh, physicians when we grew up professionally either wearing scrubs or a white coat, which can uh, hide a multitude of uh, fashion <laughs> sins. <laughs> Any words of advice on how to help us make that first step? You still wear your white scrubs, right? <laughs> Okay, let's do one outfit then. Go in, um, whether it be male or female, get your one pair of really nice pants, whatever is most flattering to your figure, and get a great shirt and a great accessory belt. Just do baby, baby steps at the beginning. And then when you think you're not sure about how you look, but the minute you walk out, and the public sees you, and they go, wow, that will give you more confidence to go back in and go, okay, I want to take the next step. Do you have any tips for women physicians especially? I think, you know, most of us would love to be a little bit more glamorous, but we still want to look like a professional and not a a movie star. That is a great thing to do. When I work with clients, I tell them to rip and tear meaning go through your magazine, say, I like this, I like this, I don't like this. Um, Bring this in to your salesperson or your personal shopper. You don't pay any extra for a personal shopper at, at some department stores. So bring these rip and tear sheets in and say, this is what I'm trying to achieve. Can you help me and will you help me? And then definitely bring in the things that you don't like. So the salesperson will understand, don't even bother showing me this. And then you need to really be studied for sizing. You need to be honest with yourself. And, you know, a lot of men and women see themselves in a totally different size than what they truly are. Let me guess. Do they see themselves smaller or larger, Martini? Do they ever see themselves smaller? Seriously, do you see people just buying clothes because they think they're, you know, size X and then never wearing them? because? Oh, of, yes. Yeah, okay. There's, there's no way they could fit into that size. Oh, yes. Um, and then that is major bucks lost. I highly suggest, okay, if you go in and you don't have your own stylist with you, that you are measured and that you just have to suck it up. If someone says, lady, you are not a size 6, you are actually a size 10. But on that note, sizes vary so much per manufacturer. So you, you really need to get close with whatever salesperson you're working with. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMD, XM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunch, your host, and with me today is stylist Martini Bouchard. We are discussing how to incorporate fashion sense into your daily life. Now, Martini, does specialty matter in choice of clothes? A cardiologist versus, uh, you know, a dermatologist? Yes. Okay, a cardiologist, you... I would assume, I've never been to one, but I would think a cardiologist would come across as wanting to be strong and confident because this involves your heart. So a shirt and a necktie, and I'm using myself as if I'm going into a cardiologist, I would expect to see someone that it was 
clean, very groomed, and very put together, meaning a nice pair of slacks, a shirt, a tie. And the same goes for a woman. I would expect to see someone that really looks very clean, very nice, very together, not a wrinkled mess. You know, one of the, my pet peeves, and this isn't exactly in your profession, but is hands and that physicians, especially men, need to get manicures. No well, what about a surgeon? That is one of the first things I've always looked at. Mm-hmm. Is there hands? And if I see nice hands, then I know that I can put my confidence in my surgeon's hands. And I really agree with you, Leslie, on that. I mean, manicures are extremely important and also are pedicures. If you talk about physicians, you know, maybe a logical time to do this sort of fashion remodel is when people are perhaps changing jobs or they're finishing one phase of their career. Maybe they're finishing their training and now getting their first job or going from hospital to outpatient or vice versa. Does that make sense as sort of a, a transitional time to relook at your wardrobe? Absolutely. And there are transitional times to seasons per clothing. There are four seasons in every year. Um, again, depending upon where you live, some there's just two. Let's say four seasons, for example. You have spring, summer, fall, and winter. If it's two seasons, it's just basically summer and winter. That is an excellent time to really start rethinking your wardrobe. In fact, I know myself I'm going to be very, very busy in September and October doing this transition period for my clients. Now, you've talked, Martini, about building a working wardrobe. What do you mean by that? A working wardrobe is basically a color-coordinated, and I don't mean white on white or black on black. Color coordination is... Let's say you want to take one suitcase, it's a carry-on, on a plane, and you've got five meetings to attend with all five people being at the same meetings. You take everything that blends. It could be a chocolate brown pair of pants with a white top and a blue jacket. You want your color palette to work. You know, what we've talked about mostly is professional clothes, but I assume these principles apply for our personal life as well. It sure does. (laughs) And you want fun and you want playful clothes that will also coordinate and work. Um, We all go on vacations. We all want to take the least amount of luggage we can possibly handle. makes our life easier when we're playing or on vacation. And then... With that said, Leslie, you can take a fun piece from your play wardrobe and incorporate it into your workforce wardrobe, just as a little kicker. So do men have to wear ties? No, they don't have to wear ties. Again, that depends on, okay, let's go back to the cardiologist. Maybe the first time I would see a cardiologist and it's a consultation, my heart's going, whatever, I would love to see him in a tie or a really cool T-shirt or a really cool shirt with a jacket of some sort. Um, But ties are not 100% necessary at all, just as long as he's pressed, 
he's together. When I say he, I mean both he and she. But no, men don't have to wear ties. I mean, men's fashions today, thank heavens, have changed. Men's fashions now have color, which is glorious because they never did before. There's so many different options as opposed to just a shirt and tie. You can do a really cool, um, when I say T-shirt, I don't mean your your normal Hanes cotton T-shirt. Uh, they make great sweaters. Um, you can do a T-shirt underneath a shirt and leave it open. That's a great look. You can do a crew neck sweater with a great pair of slacks, or you can do a turtleneck sweater with a great pair of slacks, and that still is very professional. I want to thank our guest today, Martini Bouchard. We have been discussing how to improve your personal style. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, please send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.